Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode is a really random one. It's kind of just a combination of me wanting to talk and share stories and answer some of your questions. So before we dive into my crazy story about appendicitis, ovarian cysts, digestion, and all that good stuff that happened over these past few weeks, I am going to dive into some of our listener questions. And actually, these aren't really just listener questions. I went on to Instagram and I'm pulling up some of the questions that have come in today. And there's lots of them, many to choose from. So I'm going to randomly just go through here, pick a bunch. I might not even have people's first names because I have only their Instagram handles, but that's okay. Let's see what I can do here. I'm going to pull up some questions and let's just dive in. All right. So question one, this comes from Amantha. If someone is waking up several times during the night, is there a hormone fix? Well, first off, we got to understand why you're waking up multiple times during the night. And there's a good chance that's probably due to numerous things. So it could be blood sugar imbalances. It could be your adrenals and cortisol. I would suggest doing some lab testing, hormone testing. So it would give us a really good idea as to where your cortisol is at. Maybe it's too high or maybe it's too low. That would probably be number one to check. So definitely do some lab testing because that will really give you an idea of what's going on with your hormones instead of just having to guess. But most likely the top reasons I see women waking up multiple times is due to blood sugar instability and to cortisol issues. So with that said, you want to make sure that you are doing some really good adrenal and stress protocols, whether that be supporting yourself with certain herbs and supplements, as well as nutrition and as well as lifestyle intervention. So that means maybe taking more time off of work, going to bed earlier, setting a routine, a sleep routine where you go to bed at the same time every night and you wake up at the same time every day. And just going back to my last comment about taking time off work. So what I mean is really taking time for yourself. And are you taking your vacation days? And obviously, this can differ for so many people because I know as myself, I'm an entrepreneur, so I can kind of take those vacation days when I choose. But I get how other people have only a certain amount of vacation time and weeks that they can take. So I work with so many women who are like piling up all these vacation days and they're just not taking it. And we got to stop that. So are you actually taking time off work? And if you have all of this like vacation time piled up and you don't even have a vacation coming up, just take a day off. Maybe you need a personal day for yourself. That's okay to do and don't feel guilty about that. So definitely work on really supporting adrenals from a lifestyle perspective, slowing down, managing that stress, getting on a good adrenal supplement protocol, 
managing your sleep and eating really well. And of course, eating well is going to tie into your blood sugar. So are you getting in enough protein and healthy fats? Because those are key to stabilizing your blood sugar. All right. So I hope that helps answer that. I've got another question from Darlene. I love elixirs, but always put collagen powder in them. Any suggestions for what else I would benefit from and use? Yeah, there's lots of stuff you can put in your elixirs. So I use such a combination and a variety of different things. So you guys know that I love using Sun Potion products and I've used their Hishu Woo and the Anandamide. I love using those in my elixirs. You can obviously search up those products over on purefeast.com and you can save 10% off your first three orders by using the coupon code Holistic Wellness. Those first three orders over $75 to be clear, and you also get free shipping. So definitely check them out there if you're looking to get your hands on Sun Potion. Pretty much any of the Sun Potion products you can technically add to any elixir, and they've got amazing adaptogenic herbs and Chinese medicinal herbs that you can add to an elixir to help support adrenals and hormones. Cacao powder really depends on the kind of elixir you're making, but cacao powder and maca. And if you are maybe not drinking coffee, you can try Dandy Blend as a coffee alternative. That's really delicious and yummy. And you could use, oh my God, I'm running out of thoughts and ideas here. They're just not all coming to mind right now. But there's so many ways to make your elixirs and whether you want them more on the savory side or more on the sweet side. And of course, using things like coconut butter or coconut oil or some grass-fed butter or MCT powder, which I also love. That's one of my favorite products that I use from Perfect Keto. And again, you can also get that at Pure Feast if you're looking for it. Or if you're in the US, just search the Perfect Keto site and you can get it there. I believe in the US, my coupon code is still Holistic Wellness and you get 15% off if you are ordering any Perfect Keto products in the US. Their MCT oil powder is amazing because especially when you're traveling, and I believe I may have mentioned this before, that if you're traveling and you want to make elixirs on the plane... I love making elixirs on the plane and I know that I always want to travel with as much as my own sort of personal stash of stuff and supplements as I possibly can. And so I will fill up one of my like thermoses with some MCT oil powder, maybe some cinnamon, maybe a little bit of he shu woo or some like adrenal adaptogen or something. And then when I get to the airport and pass through customs, then I can go over to Starbucks, maybe fill it up with some coffee and then just give it a nice shake. And I've got this delicious elixir that I can enjoy on the plane. So it's definitely something to think about. The MCT oil powder is just easy to use and easy to travel with versus like putting a bottle of coconut oil in your luggage, which would get really messy. So I don't really recommend that. Okay. So got another question here. Let me look through Instagram. Okay. This one comes from Erin. Do you have any key advice to someone who was recently diagnosed with Hashimoto's? Yes. Okay. I love this. So key things to keep in mind here. Obviously, it always comes down to root cause, right? What is the root cause? Like, Why did you get this condition to begin with? So it's different for everybody. And typically, what I commonly see is stress at the top of it. And stress will obviously cause a lot of hormonal chaos. 
and it will cause you to experience more symptoms. It will even cause more metabolic breakdown, and that metabolic breakdown will lead to a lot of gut dysbiosis. So managing your stress is key. And so again, going back to the question about waking up multiple times during the night, it's kind of similar in the sense that you have to really manage lifestyle intervention here. So are you overworking? Are you overwhelmed with projects? Are there things that you need to delegate? Do you need to start setting more boundaries around sleep and going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time? Are there some specific supplements that you may need to get on and like really start diving into your own customized protocol? And of course, that can be something hard to do on your own. So I do recommend working with somebody and working with a practitioner like myself or somebody else who can really help guide you through supplements because it can be overwhelming. And then, of course, testing is important. And I'm not sure where you're at with your testing, but I know for myself, it's really important that I test, but retest. And I retest frequently. So I'm retesting my thyroid labs and my antibodies at least every three to four months so that I can really stay on top of everything and monitor everything and make any necessary changes that I need to. So that's important, making sure you're staying on top of retesting, because of course, that's also going to help make any modifications to your protocols that you need to. And sleep, I know I've kind of mentioned that, but for me personally, that was one of the biggest areas I needed to focus on in terms of healing. Your body cannot heal if you're not sleeping. And when you're sleeping, that's how you detoxify. It's also how your body makes human growth hormone. So if you're not getting into that like deep REM sleep, you're not producing a lot of these anti-inflammatory and like antioxidant rich hormones. So really important that you focus on the sleep. And what else? Obviously, from a nutrition perspective, you really want to get out a lot of the inflammatory foods. So maybe nightshades might be a place to start, eggplants, tomatoes, peppers. These are things that you definitely want to get out of the diet. And it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody is going to be reactive to nightshades, but they tend to be quite inflammatory. So get out the nightshades. Perhaps you want to start eliminating or cutting back on your grains because, again, those are also very inflammatory and also can impair the gut as well, which we really want to support gut health here because speaking of root causes outside of stress, gut health is going to be a big one. And so are you using a lot of medications or antibiotics and things like that? And if you are, you really want to make sure you're supporting your gut by getting in a lot of fermented foods and probiotics. And if there's leaky gut, you want to make sure that you're taking the right supplements to also support healing the gut lining. One of my favorites is GI Revive from Designs for Health. And you can order that off of Nature Source. So natures-source.com. They ship to Canada and the U.S. Orders over $50 is free shipping. And you can save 10% off your orders with the coupon code 
holistic wellness. So if you do go on Nature Source, it's natures-source.com and you just got to create a free account and it just takes a minute and then you have to create that free account in order to use the discount code, okay? But I love Designs for Health products and GI Revive is wonderful and it doesn't taste bad and it's really easy to use. It's just a powder that you can mix into some water or maybe even add it to a smoothie, but it has a lot of gut healing nutrients in there which are going to be really key when it comes to supporting hash Hashimoto's. So from a dietary perspective, you do want to make sure that you're eliminating as many inflammatory foods as possible, getting the sugar out, the gluten, the dairy. These are some of the biggest inflammatory culprits that we really want to minimize or get out 100%. All right, let me look back through Instagram and see. We got one more question here from Melissa. I've got very irregular periods lately, either 28 days or 36 days or 36 plus days. What may have changed? Yeah, so that can be really challenging to answer without really knowing any kind of health history or what's just been happening in your life over the past few months to the past year and without even knowing your age, right? So it depends where you are with your age. Obviously, if you're heading more into the pre-menopausal years, your period can definitely shift and you will start to find that it will be very irregular and you'll find that they tend to go longer and longer as you're heading into menopause. And then, of course, things like stress can play a huge role in your cycle and really start to affect the length of your cycle. So it's really hard to say exactly what might be the cause without really knowing your age. So just ladies, if you're listening and something has shifted with your cycle, those are the key things to keep in mind here. You know, where are you with your age? Are you heading into premenopausal years? And what's happened in the past three to four months with nutrition, sleep, stress, lifestyle, look at all of these things. And if you've got a lot of stress on your plate, maybe even if you've been traveling a lot, that can really play a role with shifting your cycle, especially as you're traveling and going from different time zones. So really pay attention to things like that. They can all impact your cycle and cycle length. All right. So those are the questions for today. And now I'm going to share this random story, this random sort of like, I don't know, health issue, something that happened recently to me. And the reason I want to share it is because something that started so small escalated into something not necessarily bigger or worse, but I guess I'll say bigger. And it's just crazy how this all happened and all came together. And so I kind of want to share it because I really hope that it just kind of wakes you up to being more aware with what's happening with your body and to really start connecting the dots. And so it's just really interesting how this all happened. So let me tell you what happened and then we'll go from there. Okay. So three weeks ago, my boyfriend and I went out for sushi and we go to the typical place that we always go to. It's called Momiji. FYI, if you guys are in the area, they're like one of the best sushi restaurants. And you might not think so after I share the story, but it's nothing they did. But every time, and we don't go often, I mean, we probably go like three or four times a year. And so every time I eat sushi, even if it's sashimi, whatever kind of sushi it is, I get stomach discomfort 
I just get really uncomfortable or there's some type of slight pain or something that happens. But the last time we went, which is about three weeks ago, we finished our meal. We ordered the same thing that we always order. And like literally after I took my last bite, I was healed over in pain. My stomach hurt so, so much. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to go home. And we rushed home. And the whole night I was just in this discomfort and this pain and it was coming and going. And then the next day I woke up and was still feeling this discomfort. And what it felt like was basically like I had experienced heartburn almost, but on this whole other level. And I was really, really bloated. I looked like I was literally five months pregnant. And so here I am thinking, okay, I basically ate something I shouldn't have eaten. My boyfriend did not have any type of reaction whatsoever. And I should actually stop calling him my boyfriend. His name is Gaytan. Okay, Gaytan. So we call him G. We call him Coach G. Anyway, so he didn't have any reaction whatsoever. And of course, I mean, we are in totally different stages when it comes to health, right? And my gut and my digestion is my area of weakness. And especially with Hashimoto's and, you know, going through all the healing and everything that I'm going through, I'm just more susceptible to having stomach issues or some type of stomach discomfort or reacting to something. I'm in this phase where I feel like I'm quite overreactive to eating the wrong foods, whereas he's not. So anyways, I have the stomach discomfort, you know, wake up the next day and here I am just feeling like, okay, I ate the wrong thing. Now I'm just going to have to pay for it. And I get on track with taking supplements, DGL, which is really great for helping with heartburn or anything like that. And, you know, drinking lots of water and taking my probiotics and digestive enzymes, doing my regular routine. And so then five days after that, we eat sushi, I go to my massage therapist. And I do my regular massage for, you know, neck, back, shoulders, all that kind of thing. And I had said to him, I'm like, hey, maybe you can work a little bit of magic. He's also in school for osteopathy. And I'm like, work a little bit of magic on my stomach. I ate sushi five days ago, not feeling very good. My bowel movements are completely off. Work a little bit of magic on my stomach. So we do a massage. And he also does this little massage on my stomach. Another five days go by and I'm starting to experience this pain on like my lower right abdomen, kind of like right where your ovaries are, right? And I've had the pain since eating sushi. And now the pain has just been escalating over the past week. And so here I am like, you know, going crazy and I'm in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I have appendicitis because this pain is getting worse. I've been having these bouts of nausea, just feeling really off. And then I'm like, no, I'm overthinking. I don't have appendicitis. So, you know, a few more days go by and now it's over a week and I still have this pain. And I'm like, okay, I just have to get to the bottom of this. I'm clearly not feeling well. Something's going on here. I went to the emergency. Not that it was that dramatic, but I knew that if I went to any doctor, they were going to feel there and say it could be appendicitis. So you just have to go to emergency. So I just bypassed that and I just went straight to emergency. And so here I am waiting in emergency, which sucks balls. And then we finally go in for like an ultrasound and everything. And can I tell you how painful that ultrasound was? She was digging in my ovary. I literally, my eyes were watering. And so ruled out appendicitis actually was so interesting. The doctor's like, you might have appendicitis. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Either you know or you don't know. 
But anyways, I didn't have appendicitis, but I did have this really small, tiny ovarian cyst, which is common. And that's obviously why I was feeling so much pain when she was doing the ultrasound. So that was that. My blood work was fine, had the small ovarian cyst, and it's a good thing that I found that out. And so FYI, I've been using some castor oil mixed with a few drops of frankincense essential oil because that is really great for ovarian cysts. So rub that on your lady parts, ladies, right around your ovaries and your abdomen. And you can rub the castor oil from boobs to pubes. That's what you can do with castor oil because it's great for detoxification. So you can just rub it all over and it's actually quite soothing and calming. So if you actually find that you have a hard time falling asleep, rub some castor oil on your liver and all over from boobs to pubes. Okay. So you're never going to forget that one from boobs to pubes with castor oil. In fact, there's a blog post up on my site from boobs to pubes, and it's the most visited blog post on my site ever. Three years running. It's hilarious. Okay. So we rule out the appendicitis. I'm still having this discomfort with this pain in my right lower abdomen. My bowel movements are completely off. Digestion is off. Just everything feels off. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to see Diana, my colonic hydrotherapist. So I go to see Diana. I do a few sessions with her. Feel so much better. It made the biggest difference. And then outside of all this, I start experiencing this crazy pain in my left butt cheek. So my left hip, butt cheek, and all the way down my hamstring to like above my knee. Real discomfort. And it's starting to impact my sleep. Obviously, when I sit down, when I'm working at the desk, when I'm working out, I'm having a hard time. Just so much discomfort. And so finally, I go to see my osteopath. And this is just crazy how one night out eating sushi impacted my digestion, which impacted me experiencing this pain from my cyst. It caused some type of flare-up. And that cyst was on my lower right side, which basically if you draw a line from my cyst all the way around my right hip to my back, I was experiencing pain on the right side so that my left side started compensating. So when I was walking or sleeping or sitting, the way I was sitting and moving, I was compensating for the pain that I was experiencing in my right ovary. And so that's why I had this crazy pain on my left side. And so here I am at the osteopath and he just basically had to reset how my hips were sitting And my right hip was way higher than the left hip. And then it was causing me to have all this tightness around my hips and my glutes and my hamstring. And then, of course, the left hip is off. It starts to throw off basically everything on the left side. So I was starting to feel this tightness and these knots all on the left side of my body. So one osteo appointment, oh my God made a world of a difference. He did his magic. I feel like I can't even truly explain what an osteopath does. They just move your body in these weird different ways and you are magically better. And so he like just shifted things and got me more into this 
alignment and this balance. And then if you've never been to an osteopath, sometimes what they do is, so after he did his treatment on my body, he sat with his hands on my head and it was almost like he was trying to align my brain. That's like the best way I can explain it. And he even stuck his fingers into my ears and then was like holding on to both sides of my head. And he was just holding my head in such a way that here I am lying on the table and I could literally feel my brain floating from left to right. And he was basically, like I said, fixing this alignment within my body. And when you have this tightness and when you have this constriction happening in the body, it will limit blood flow. And so here he was sort of opening up my brain in such a way to bring in this blood flow. So can you imagine, even if you are allowing just 1% more of oxygen come into your brain, that's a lot. So I literally felt high. And he finished his treatment, set my head down, and I was lying there for like a good 10 minutes just to kind of recalibrate before I sat up. You don't want to sit up too quickly. And yeah, I literally felt like I was high. And it was such a wild experience. And I've been to him many times. And every time I go to see him, it's always an amazing experience. And I always just feel so much lighter, so much just more mobile and free in my body. And it's just such a wonderful, wonderful feeling. So if you've never visited an osteopath before, highly recommend it. If you are here in the local GTA area where I live, then you can definitely visit Chris John who's my osteopath, and he works out of my my boyfriend's gym in Oakville, the Strong Athlete Human Performance Center. So you can go book an appointment with them there, or you can search him online. His company name is called Funk Monks. And I don't know if that's with a K or with a C, Funk with a C or a K. But you can definitely search them up. His name's Chris John, and he's awesome. So that was kind of my story. And it was just interesting how... I ate sushi, my digestion went off, it caused this pain with my ovary, and then my left side was compensating for all of the issues I was experiencing on the right side, and then it led to all this discomfort, digestive discomfort, bowel movements being totally off, and then it started to impact my neck and everything, and it's crazy. So, The moral of the story is to one, pay attention, really pay attention to these different shifts in your body because one little thing starts to have this trickle down effect and starts to impact so many other things. And so for me, I feel like I'm in such this place with my health that I just take things really seriously now. I feel like maybe in your 20s, you're kind of like, ah, whatever, it doesn't matter. But now in my 30s, and especially having Hashimoto's and really being aware of how my digestion and my gut and my stress and my hormones and how all of this is just so interconnected. And it's just really made me more aware and makes me prioritize things on such a bigger level. 
I just really step things up when it comes to my health. And it's why I went to the emergency. And it's why I made an appointment with my massage therapist and my colonic hydrotherapist and the osteopath. Basically, I just don't want to fuck around when it comes to my health. And especially the way I was feeling, I was in such discomfort on both sides, on the right side with this pain with the ovary or what I thought was appendicitis. My digestion was totally off. And then this discomfort I had from my hip down to my knee, it was so uncomfortable. And I just didn't want to feel that way anymore. And it wasn't worth me waiting it out. And so I do think about people who are sitting a lot and they're sitting at their desk a lot and they're maybe also driving to work as well. And they're spending a lot of time sitting in their car I really encourage you to book in regular massage appointments to move your body more frequently. Maybe it means having a stand-up desk and to also go visit an osteo and get your body into alignment because I feel like sometimes we just are unaware of how good we could potentially feel. So go find out what that potential is because I promise you there are tweaks and shifts that can be made to really allow you to feel so much better. That's my story. And on another note, I've started to really ramp up things with my digestion because obviously that sushi did a good number on me. So I've been having some aloe vera juice and I've been using the aloe juice from Land Art. And it's just been really, really wonderful if you do experience any type of digestive upsets or like heartburn or anything like that. I really recommend some aloe. So Landart is really a great company as well as Lily of the Desert. I think Lily of the Desert is one of the top brands when it comes to aloe products. So you can also search them up on Nature Source. So natures-source.com, search up aloe juice and you will find Lily of the Desert. They have aloe gel, which I don't really recommend because it's not that tasty. Not like the juice is any tastier, but it's way easier to get down than the gel. So I've been using the aloe juice, just really ramped up everything with probiotics and digestive enzymes, making sure that I am taking digestive enzymes that have HCL in them. So hydrochloric acid, because clearly I have very low stomach acid considering I highly reacted to that sushi and it caused that much discomfort right in my stomach. So the one that I love for digestive enzymes with HCL, so you may have heard me speak about Enzymatica before. So there are digestive enzymes I use for more like intolerances if I'm eating out or something like that. Of course, I'll be taking those with me when I go to Italy. But the Genestra enzymes, the Digest Plus Highly recommend those because they contain the hydrochloric acid. And if you do suffer from heartburn and acid reflux, you have low hydrochloric acid. So getting in that HCL is really important. I know that we think it's the opposite, right? If we experience heartburn, we think we have too much stomach acid, but it's actually the opposite. So Digest Plus from Genestra, you can get them over on Nature Source as well. Be sure to use the coupon code to save. And yeah. That's my story, everybody. So pay attention, take care of yourself, schedule in the self-care, the massage, the osteo, whatever it is you need to do, because I want you guys to feel your absolute best 
And it means sometimes you really got to level up that self-care. And many of you also have benefits for massage and osteopathy and all of that. And you're not taking advantage of them. So go take advantage of them. All right. So that's my story for today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You got questions about any of the supplements that I shared. Don't hesitate to reach out. Come hit me up over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. Ask me your questions there. And of course, you can check out this episode over on holisticwellness.ca forward slash podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Chat with you next week.